Uh-huh. Tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 151, we in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Size. Oh. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You already know what you have to do. Download the live podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If any brand new business opportunity, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. Slick is our first episode in February. Just came back from vacation, but we got a couple of holidays that we got to celebrate over here. Foremost is Black History Month. You already know what it is. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot about the song, my fault. (laughs) 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 I was like, what? It is Black History Month, but damn, what you thankful for Black History Month? That's wild. That's a wild question. That's a wild question to ask somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Got an this is like any black prideful song. What's a what's a song that uh, all of the black folks could get along to? I don't know, bro. We don't get along for much. If you really think about it, y'all. that's a fact. Because the Caribbean separate themselves from black from African Americans. Africans don't fuck with African Americans. We need something. We need a unity song. I got it. I got it. Let's see. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blicking black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black, yo, I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blicking black, 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 black. Black. Yes, I guess that's good choice. Right. Good choice. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess shit. I think black people are beautiful. I just wish that yes. society didn't destroy how much we see our beauty in each other. Mm. I think that's the fucked up part about it. When you really think about like black history and the things and the atrocities that happen in the world, and you know how the world tries to paint every other issue like it's you know any of these issues are terrible, but there's shit that's happening right here. That has been happening to black people And anytime a new issue or topic comes up It's like we get pushed further and further down the pipe And it's like yo You can't lump me in with certain shit Because I'm experiencing the same shit And my people and my family and generations Have experienced the same shit And you know to this day You think about fucking Even the Grammys which we're gonna touch on later Like yo niggas don't Sisters should have won let's keep it a buck You feel me like is, uh, There are so many just Stereotypes and stigmas about black people that keep the outer world from really, really appreciating us unless there's some kind of recognition or gain from it. You know, we about to see Joe Biden and start politicking. Yes, if you don't vote for me, you're a black, you're not black, and this, that, and yeah. third. 
We're going to start seeing and hearing, you know, about how Taylor Swift is a better artist than Beyonce, which commercially might make sense. But, you know, we think about the actual artwork. Hey, we could argue, you know, we're going to see movies and act awards and all these different things that probably don't matter in the grand scheme of things. But the media is going to say, hey, you know what? You just weren't good enough. You can stay good for the black for the 13 percent of black people in the world. But the rest of us don't care. You know, so I think mm-hmm. that the, I'm thankful for black people because it's like to grow up black, to, to to revel in your blackness and like rediscover it how we did in college. It's like, yo, all right, I see y'all. I can appreciate what y'all working towards. And we just got to be better together. That's a fact. I share all the sentiment that you just shared, brother. Black is beautiful. Black is powerful. And black is us, man. Shout out to Black History Month, my guy. Um, by the time this, by the time my next episode comes out, Valentine's Day would be over. So shout out to all my lovers out there. Shout out to all my people celebrating Valentine's Day, miserable women. <laughs> and then um, shout out to all the lovers, though. Valentine's Day, though. You feel me? That's right. We could play something for that, too. I'm going to just play something that you should be singing to your lady, vice versa. This is for you, you, my number one. This is for you, you. My number one. This is for you, you, my number one. Sure. He, he announced tour dates. You I, going? I don't know, man. I gotta see what the album hit for. The song, the new song is I. Right. I was like, I see what you tried to do here, but you independent now. They ain't sending the writers your way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to we gonna talk to we gonna talk about Usher Ball where the Super Bowl happens. Uh but also the day that we recorded this is February eighth, two thousand and twenty four. It should be officially Kobe days. They should already make this announcement. But the new Kobe statue is going to be revealed at the crypt. Though Arena, RIP to Kobe, Gigi, and everybody that got affected in that plane crash, man. Shout out to you, Kobe. Real talk, bro. The statue looked dope. They stuff it's the, the, the when he threw up the, the index finger after they scoring 81. So that was fine. They said that's the statue. That's the what he wanted to be immortalized as. He's getting three of them joints, man. So he got one with, with Gigi and then one for eight, one for 24. So this was the eight photo. So definitely, definitely super, super excited to see what the rest of this is. I think I've appreciated Kobe more as an adult than I did as a kid. Back in, mm-hmm. the, back in the day, you thought you only had one favorite play and you had to shit on everybody else. It's like, nah, let's enjoy all of them. So That's a fact. Because at the end of the day, anybody that does greatness should be celebrated, not hated. Now, we want to do a quick check-in. How you feeling this week, real quick? I'm all right. I think, you know... I think a lot of people, were like, especially in my field, are like, we're tired. We're definitely feeling the fatigue of just, you know, working with young people and trying to meet deadlines and trying to, you know, keep your head on the swivel. And I think that I've started to accept that fatigue comes with leadership. 
I think I was watching. Actually, I was watching an Usher interview he did for a good moment. He's like, I only sleep like four or five hours a night, and I was like, how? I struggle if I get less than seven. And I was just like, he was like, yo, to really get all the shit you need to get done, sometimes you gotta adjust your schedule. And like for me today, I woke up at five. Normally, I lay there to like six, six thirty. Like, let me get up and do some work, and it was like productive. Like I didn't feel like at any point today, like really overwhelmed or feel like the world was like crashing down around me. So it's just about like you know finding that those habits and those 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 periods where you could really you know get yourself get your shit together. So that's what I'm really focused on right now. What about you? Ah uh, man, uh, I realize life is very funny sometimes. It could teach you the same lessons in multiple ways, and I'm just grateful for life. And I just and one of the lessons that just been reminding me is as long as you're alive and able to awake. You always have the ability to change your situation. I think that's just a repeated lesson that's coming in different forms for me. So I'm embracing the lesson. Maybe I need to get smacked with this lesson a few more times, it looks like, because I've been getting it in different shapes and ways. But um, yeah, and also just work life is just crazy. Like, that shit is really true. Like, yo, you could be in a work field and yo, your work bestie is like a 55-year-old woman. <laughs> like, I have two work besties at work that I be talking to. And these women are like old and whatnot, but we, it's lit though. So a shout out to them though. And I'm just having a good week, man. Good pod. Let's get it. I just came back from vacation. Um, Bahamas was lit. Shit is expensive though, but ain't I seen a lot of news about the level went up to level two. Trust me, people. As long as you know how to walk around and take care of yourself, you don't got nothing to worry about please go support the people go please so go support the bahamian people because they need it out there got got a chance to talk to the locals bought some stuff from them got to chop it up I actually met a haitian bahamian person too so shout out to my brother over there rusty um and it is a it's a nice island with a rich history i think everybody should take their time to go to the bahamas and not only just stay at the atlantis or the grand hyatt but really get to indulge themselves in the culture and the food so that's it for me. All right. Let's get to the news real quick. We're going to go speed through this because we have a, a, a really good toxic service announcement, a TSA for y'all later on this episode. All right, real quick, because I don't want to stay on this, this is too much, but um, Drake got all the girls in their bag. His leaks came out. I don't, I don't really want to talk about this because it's paused you on every forefront. Okay, you seen it? <laughs> Cause bro, I ain't gonna lie. Cause I saw Drake's leaks. You seen it? I'm like, you seen bro, it, bro? I'm thinking, cause you know, you know Drake's leaks music leaks. <laughs> I should say, you seen it? Be fire. You feel me? Cause if you didn't know, um, Certified Lover Boy has some leaks to it that would that made it to the official album, such as other other albums. So I was like, oh shit, Drake leaks. <laughs> you, got, that. you got cool looking at dick. <laughs> I think I was upset. Call looking at Dick. Think I was upset, gay. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to say too much about this. <laughs> you see this dick? I, I ain't go front. I Not my choice. It. I didn't see it. I was like, pause. I was like, nah, they about to fry this nigga. That's what the comments. All the girls was like, oh, he holding. I like Drake again. I was like, what the fuck? That shit ain't come across my timeline though. Thank God. <laughs> 
Yeah, now 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 girls are trying to go after the half Jewish niggas now. Okay, I, I support y'all. Do y'all think, ladies? He was walling him out. We gonna move past what they said. That his last line of fucking problems was the truth. He said this long dick nigga ain't for the long talking. I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> now, bro, bro, what I saw was funny. I think this was fake, but I wasn't. I wasn't hiding <laughs> my dick from the world. I was hiding the world from my dick. I see that. <laughs> I, I, see like... that. I see that. They tried to pretend like it was one of his stories. That should have me weak. I was like, yo, y'all look too good. Y'all look too good. He didn't even say nothing about it. He's still tweeting like it didn't even happen. Like, damn, sure they exposed him. Facts, like, yo, especially, like, I sent you a personal video of me shaking my shit. Come on, gang. Like, why you leaking shit? Nah, as a nigga, why you, I don't, like, why you sending the video you playing with? Like, yo, I don't know. That's just, that's yo, these, yo, we, we said these girls like nut videos. And they want to hear you nut, they want to hear you moaning these nut videos as well. Like, girls like, I don't blame women for liking type shit like that because pause. I don't think uh this shit pause. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. I don't think just sending dick pics is flattering. You feel me? Like, it's like yeah, here, ain't, ain't, it's like here, bitch. Yeah, ain't, you feel me? Like at least women have like the options to make this shit look better. They could bust it open a nice way. They could like a nigga, you can't do none of that shit with your dick. The only thing you can do with your dick is like take a Arizona can and put it right next to it, like yeah, bitch. I, I, I can measure it, it's longer than my phone. <laughs> Nah, that's because this parts because right. all the parts of women's body we just started seeing ass cheeks and nipples outside like five years ago. If you really think about it, all niggas had his dick. If you watch wrestling, you don't see the nigga damn near naked. <laughs> Facts. If we so I'm like, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like shocked that a nigga would do try to do outside the box shit with the video because it's like it's just you can't damn, just say the regular shit. Just a damn shame it's Drake. <laughs> it's like right. everything they said about you was true. <laughs> nah, but you know, also too, it's like, yo, nigga got all the money, got all the hits. Pause. He got what he got. I was like, and he still can't still get a can't girl. Get, still can't get a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got money, fame, and dick, and you still don't love me. <laughs> Damn, nigga, it's you. It's, it's you. you, King. It's you. It's <laughs> Whatever they said, they was right. It was you. Because <laughs> you got all, you got the whole trifecta, my nigga. Every, like Everything well, they said they want, you got, and you can't keep a bitch for nothing. Oh, man. Oh, but uh, um, speaking of just someone that was affiliated with Drake, about, Bobby. So we're, not, we're not talking about dick no more, right? <laughs> no, no, we off that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bobby. Well, she had an interview with Sukihana after she just been announced that she's divorcing. I ain't gonna lie, they said like yo, she started fucking with rappers <laughs> and left her white nigga home. I ain't gonna hold you. She probably seen Drake Schlong and was like, okay, Shlomo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to play this clip real quick. We don't have to stay on this topic real long because this shit was the most stupidest shit I ever heard. Slick and I want to have fun with this real quick. I, I said she, this on Twitter. I thought she fell off though. How she getting back? She, she and she chose Sukihana. She chose Suki for her she got Suki, Suki got her viral with this clip. Play it. What do, what do you know? That you're a musician. But that's why I'm interviewing you today, so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. What the fuck that mean? Make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's... I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, th- I make music. I make I, music. I, um, and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star, too. A young mogul. Uh-huh. 
I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the fuck you said. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, I not what, magician. I don't think, baby. But I don't think. What I, is that? That's ghetto. You can't fucking do this during Black History Month. I hate this bitch so much. <laughs> Slick. Yo, bro. We a pod. We not a podcaster, my nigga. We just make pods, gay. Should he say? You think I'm a musician? Like I fucking make magic? What? You are she you can't you can't be that stupid. That's how I know this is a I, I can't take the world serious no more, dog. Ain't no fucking way. That way one was like, yep, ratings. Slick, slick. You're not a teacher. You just educate people. <laughs> oh, people oh. Why do they give people microphones? Bro, when I saw that and she stood ten toes. Down on that slick, which I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you, shorty? Like, you really, nah, you really, you you really, you really stay strong on that. Supreme tweaksies. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to shout out to Sukiana. Uh, real quick, I go lie, slick. We we got to get on Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay looking like the podcast of the year right now. He's been on fire since Cat Williams, and now he had Aunt. Monique on there, and she out there telling the truth. I ain't gonna lie. When Cat Williams said this, 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 whatever um, environment is going to be a space for truth, he wasn't lying. Did you get a chance to look at it? I, I heard a couple clips of it. I saw mostly, you know, the reaction videos make you want to watch it. So I heard D.L. Hoogley come back at her. I saw she's going on tour with Cat Williams now. But I saw some scenes. She was talking about some shit that she'd been talking about for years. And I just want to play this one thing that she said about Tisha, um, um, T- um, Tiffany Haddish. I've said this on Twitter real quick. It's one minute. It's real quick. Can you just drop that for your boy real quick? All right, I'll find it first. <laughs> oh, I got it. I remember our beautiful sister Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. did an interview with GQ Magazine. And this, in my humble opinion, is where we keep throwing each other under the bus Mm -hmm. you're doing an interview with gq magazine and i'm assuming the journalist was a white person Mm -hmm. and the conversation turned to monique and she said well i don't do business like monique do business and i'm glad i don't have that husband of hers but she don't know your husband and when i saw that it's like tiffany if you had a husband like mine you may not have two duis If you had a husband like mine, you may not be caught up in what looks like you could have been grooming a child. Mm -hmm. And I say all of that with no judgment. But when you speak about having a husband like mine, you open up the door. And I'm saying to you, if you had one like mine, you may not sit in these positions that you can't explain the next day. Or it's a hard way to go. So once again... Well, she don't even have... And then, and then I ain't gonna lie to you, Shannon. You ain't shit because you said like she don't even have a husband, let alone your husband. <laughs> he ended it off like that. What a bar! What a bar! I'm still digesting this episode, and we maybe do a deep dive next week. But just off of that clip alone, what you what you think is slick? I feel like Club Shay Shay is a safe space for you know people to go and get their shit off and. If you know you're going somewhere where it's not like a major media broadcast company where it's like they're gonna have they gonna edit it and chop it and make it look a certain way. Shannon Sharp pressed play, he pressed pause, he pressed stop, and he post. It's over. 
Mm-hmm. So I think for her to be able to have, you know, a lot of people have said things about Monique in the last five, ten years since she won. You think about it. She won an Oscar and then was immediately blackballed. That don't just happen. And then it's people speaking for her. And in the space that she has been able to speak on, it's edited work. Right. So you give yeah. them that platform. Yo, it's something to watch. I'm going to check it out and then see what she's what she's talking about. Yeah, we'll we'll do a more deep dive because she went after Kevin Hart. I ain't gonna lie, Kevin. I'm gonna need you to go on Club Shay Shay and explain yourself on certain things because not only Cat Williams said what he said, but after what Monique said about you, we're gonna do a deep dive next week. We're gonna do a deep dive next week. Let's get on to the on the Grammys. What's your thoughts on this year's Grammys and the winners? Um, I think a lot of people that should have won won. Um, shout out to Killer Mike. That was probably the best rap album. I saw somebody tweet like, "Yo, we need diversity, diversity in the uh, what's it called in the rap categories." So I think that you try to put too many different sounding things together, and it becomes tough because it's like, how can you say certain people don't deserve awards? Whatever. Okay, did I say it? Did I? Not? I have. Did I say that was the album rap album of the year? That was. Great. I said that here. It was great fucking work. It was great fucking work. I'm not even gonna lie to now, you. Now, no, no, now maybe we have a slight debate. I think he should have won two out of the three. Which one should he have lost? Um, probably uh, the melody rap performance one. I thought melodic. No, melodic was Lil Durk and J Cole. They won that. He he had best rap song, best rap performance, best rap song, and best rap album. Which one of those three should he have lost? Should he have lost? Mm. Not thinking, maybe not best rap song or maybe performance. Scientists and engineers I, I, is fucking one of them ones though, and he got three stacks. Yeah. So he had the formula. He had the hood. He had the the you know he had the mysterious three stacks, and then he put on for the old heads. That's why I, right. th- I, th- I I feel like I feel like Rich Flex should have won something. That album was amazing. It was. So I went to two but, to three. But Drake, <laughs> but Drake don't fuck with the Grammys. So if you, they're not gonna keep giving awards to niggas that don't fuck with. Like Jay Z about to be blackballed from that shit too, bro. <laughs> but I would also shout out Victoria Monet. Shout out to you, girl. Shout out to Coco, Coco Jones, Jones too because she deserved that. Can we can we address something though? Is this an R and B? She should. Oh, you know what? I was mm. going to say real quick, yeah, but I can't. Is I listen to artist? the album again. She incorporates different types of genre in her album. Because she was nominated across multiple categories for multiple genres. So I, I appreciated that. I just was like, shit. Like, like I think because Victoria Monet won best what? Progressive? Or no, that was Progressive was uh, Scissor. And it's Victoria Monet won best R&B, right? Yeah. So I feel like it's weird though, because it's like a lot of times you get to these categories. Like, I think the thing with the Grammys that they confuse is like, how are you going to put my album in certain categories? Like, you put me in like album of the year or XYZ, but then I'm not winning the general field I'm in. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like did Taylor Swift, did her, album win, did her album win best pop album? I think, didn't she win like album of the she year? She won album of the like year, that? but I don't remember if she won best pop album. That's what my question was, because I was like, they, I think it was one of those situations where like, oh, make sure you come to the Grammys and we give you one. Like, you're you going to break a record. Because I was like, yeah, she's top seller. I'm not trying to dis- dissuade what she's done. Or, like, this was a year where you could, there was a clear argument for her not to, like, if you were going to break the record, it should have been a, a stronger piece of work for that, you know? Oh, yeah. And I feel but like. But given the year that she had, I think that's probably why they wanted to give it to her. 
I get that. And she's also probably, again, she's the most powerful woman in entertainment right now. So I understand that. But I feel like that's the thing with, about the Grammys that get people mad. It's like, you tell me I'm only good enough for one you know, type of music. And then it's like, we get into the general feel like, Harry's House was not a better album than Renaissance last year. But lo and behold, what they do. Yeah. To be honest with you, the song of the year, Billy Eilish, I never even knew about this song. It was from one of those, it was from a movie. What was I made for? And then, um, Janae, um, Victoria Monet won Best New Artist. Makes sense. Uh, They were, she she was, but you think about it, it's the Grammy run. There's things that artists have to do to kind of get there. And for Victoria Monet, she's also a longtime songwriter. So you think about it, you're being voted on by a lot of your high level peers who are on the Grammy board, right? So a lot of times you give it somebody who you've seen come up. And what you're, they're listening to, it's not necessarily reflective of the, it's not reflective of the overall culture. It's good to see things that are on your playlist win. So that's how I kind of feel about it in general. Like I don't, so, who, so so P J Morton won best traditional R and B performance, best R and B song was Snooze. Um, best progressive R and B album was SZA, okay. and best R and B album was was uh, Victoria Monet. Okay. Okay, that's not. That's not. Too I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too upset about it. I, I don't. Progressive, think... progressive, progressive was definitely for Scissor's album. Yeah. For progressive R&B, I, I'm not too upset about that. But the pop, Miley Cyrus have a song called Flowers, and she won oh, Grammys that, off this shit. That was a big record. I can buy myself flowers. That's when she did the video on her ex husband's house because he used to cheat on her in. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking on just um um everything else lotto didn't win best new artist which a lot of people thought uh victoria monet should not won because she's been around for a minute uh it's but weird. it's weird oh go ahead no it's weird because best new artist doesn't doesn't qualify from your time of like you coming into the game it's like mm-hmm. post your debut album and this is like on the side when white people discover you <laughs> facts because but you know what's so funny which i love that she won all this award MTV, you bullshit ass company. You sat here and told her she is too early to step on stage. What the fuck? She should never perform at MTV. I know she is because that's where the exposure is, but she should never. I for think- you to tell me that it's too early for me to perform on your stage, and then now at the Grammys, I won at least three awards. But fuck out of here. But even think about it for On My Mama, it just recently hit number one on US radio, Rhythmic Radio. So mm-hmm. in all that's pretty much black formats, urban formats. So it's been a slow grind. When the song came out, it had traction and cloud. It did the same thing to Normani, right? And I think it's just again, who watches these awards? White people. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. You are right. I haven't watched now, the V Amazing just, Years, bro. Well, I haven't watched the V Amazing Years. I don't know what's happening in yeah. those shits. I, I don't even know what was still going on. But Ice Spice and Lotto have beef. Yes, so you remember last week I played You Think You the Shit, you're not even a fart song. So we over here jamming, but there's a part on the floor, part of the song where she says, get off the floor type shit. That was against Lotto. And now Lotto went into the Bronx, go film some shit. Slick, this is the first rap beef that I don't want to hear about no damn lyrics or no rapping. I need a game seven. I need a seven game series of twerk contests. <laughs> Nah, that's a, that's the Western Conference Finals because the Eastern Conference is Jada Kingdom versus Meg Thee Stallion. Nah, that that's a sweat. That's a sweep. Nah. When she slide her hands up her ass. <laughs> nah, Meg Meg has given us classics over the years. Let's not do that. Did you not see? She spiked the it. shit like it was the Nelly she knew what tip she was drill doing. video. She knew what she was doing. I ain't done. I didn't see that shit was. 
I ain't gonna lie. Meg, your shit was your shit's still valid, girl, but Jada Kingdom shit is mm. that man but party I, know I, what doing. <laughs> party keep a baddie on him. Facts. Ice Spice and Lotto, please. I don't even though Lotto, you I, I see why you love Lotto. Lotto been looking. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough, guess who guess who got beef out here? Ooh. And guess who can't go back to Atlanta? Trey Songs. Really? <laughs> Trey Songs and Jacquees got into a fight in Atlanta the past couple of days, slick. And I'm over here like, first of all, what the fuck is going on? Out of nowhere, it looks like um Trey Songs ripped out three of Jacquees' dreads. Yeah, not list joints. Yeah, not list not list twists. That's probably what it was. Which led to Jacquees saying, Hey, my name, you are officially banned from Atlanta. Uh, Trey songs have yet to respond, but this shit is just out of pocket right now. When more details come out, we'll put more. But this is the funniest beef so far of this year. Let's get to sports so we can get to our song of the week. Super Bowl weekend is this weekend. So, like, who you got? 49ers. Mm. 49ers. I'm not going front. I feel like the Chiefs, you know. They a couple of lucky fumbles and interceptions away from not being there. And I think I the 49, 49 is a stacked. I think, like Cam Newton said, Brock Purdy, your 10th best player. So that means all around the field, you got elite playmakers and stuff like that. And for the Chiefs, you don't really know who's going to show up from week to week from the receiving core. So I'm going to go San Francisco, 28, Kansas City, 17. I like that score. Now, I'm, I'm conflicted because – a part of me want the Chiefs to win only because Chad Ochocinco said that if the Chiefs don't win, not only he's going to give up McDonald's, but he's going to divorce his wife and not have sex for the rest of the year. And I don't want to leave my guy out here like that. <laughs> but then again, I do not want the Chiefs to win because I already know the type of shit they're going to do with, Ch- with Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. And also, shout out to Kelsey because he wasn't trying to let niggas feed him to the wolves. Niggas tried to make him seem like he created a fade. He had to make sure he cleared that shit up. That, he was like, yo, on on, on, on the first, y'all niggas gonna throw me to the wolves? You a smart nigga. A smart wigger. You a smart wigger for that. <laughs> um, real quick on the NBA. Um, what's your thoughts on the NBA All-Star Weekend format? They have Stephen A. Smith being one of the head coaches, Shannon Sharp being the head coach for the Celebrity Games. And the three-point contest and everything. What's your thoughts on? I remember when we used to have real celebrities in the celebrity game, not streamers and shit like that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I'm a Kai fan. But I was like, oh, like, damn, nigga, can we get some? Like, what the niggas we care about? <laughs> you feel me? I guess because it's in Indianapolis. Nobody want to be in Indianapolis. Sorry. And then they got that. They got the nigga that played uh, my uh, Mac Johnson. You don't even know that nigga's name. Look at that. That's the real celebrity. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I, I'm only happy that 50 Cent is an assistant coach. Yeah. They better not mic him up. Dunk, <laughs> he gonna get barred. <laughs> dunk contest as three point contest. We'll see. Skills challenge. Nice little twist. Actual game. Shout out to Trey Young and Scotty Barnes being named as injury replacements. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. Ex- I'm gonna watch it because ain't shit else to do. But I'm not excited for it like I used to be. Hmm. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully it, it goes well. Um, uh, and also it's gonna be in Indianapolis, so I don't think it's gonna be that great. 
But before we get to our song of the week, the NBA trade deadline was today. What's your thoughts about some of the moves that was made today? I don't give a fuck about nothing but the Knicks. No stars were traded. <laughs> the Knicks them parlayed some of them young boys and them contracts to get the pieces that they need. I'm not saying they go into the chip, but I'm saying that we look good for the foreseeable future. They, they got an extra guard that they needed to come off the bench and stabilize the, the offense. general manager. General manager is Gerson Roses, but the president is Leon Rose. Who the one making all these deals? Because this nigga, this nigga spitting right now. Uh, he's smart. He's smart because he's like, yo, I still want a superstar, but he's making sure. They said the best way to describe it is like the 04 Pistons. You don't got one of the top 10 players in the league, the top 15 players in the league, but you do got number 16 in Jalen Brunson. And then you got a mm-hmm. lot of players who play their role. They fit the system. They're going to play defense, shoot open threes, corner threes. Nobody needs to over dribble, right? The only question with Mark will be Julius Randle's health. Because we think about it right now, tonight, they got none of their start. Nobody that started the season as a starter is playing. Mitch hurt. Julius hurt. Uh, Brunson hurt. RJ traded. Uh, who was the other person? I think it was. Was it quickly? Oh, no, it was uh, Grimes traded. So, yeah, I, but a lot of people have been saying Grimes. They they they, they wish that Grimes was stayed. That was all the gripe about the trade. What's your thoughts on just having about Grimes leaving? They said in a few years he could have been one of those players. He could have been all right, but I think that he wasn't going to get the opportunity here. They trying to win, and last year was the year to trade him. The Donovan Mitchell trade was the year to try to make it happen. I think that we kind of saw what he is right now. I'm not saying he can't be a 20-point scorer, but he's still too inconsistent, and he wasn't going to get the opportunities and the reps to kind of you know develop his game. So it was good he went to Detroit. They got some young guards there, but he'll get a chance to get some run. They Detroit cut Killian Hayes. They traded like seven people today. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 tanking, but to, to have a three point shooter in Pogdanovich off the bench, twenty points. I take that. I take that. Hockey, Only thing I'm uh, happy about is PJ fucking Washington. I had to trade him today, my nigga. When I have him on my fantasy team and he's supposed to be playing, my nigga, you're winning. That right niggas now. don't fuck with me. You're winning right now, anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but I ain't gonna lie, the seventy sixes. I feel like seventy sixes. Joel Embiid might have to search for a new home. Because I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. Yeah, I traded all yeah, I traded a bunch of all stars and then now y'all got Buddy Hill. But y'all niggas got Nick Batoon and y'all starting five. I'm young in fourth quarter. Why the fuck Batoon in? <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on with that? And then you got Patrick Beverly in the Bucks. Which I'm just like, I don't know what he really does for the Bucks. I know he adds a defensive presence, but I don't really think that was the issue. That the Bucks was having, per se. True. They just need so they need somebody in the and then room. Gordon. I think Gordon Hayward to the Thunder's is a good is a good one if he could be healthy. That's a fact because it gives him a veteran. He can come off the bench. He can start. It don't matter. But now you add man. Okay, see them boys are different. They going to the chip in the next three years. Facts. Well, we all stay more in tune in that. Uh, let's get to our song of the week. All right. If you listen to this on YouTube, please exit. And preferably go to a live podcast app, and down, you could, which you could download on iOS, on Android. Or you could listen to our Apple Music playlist, or our Spotify Music playlist to listen to our premier songs of the week. All right. What you got this week, brother? I ain't going front. That Tracy Chapman joint fire. But uh, the joint I chose, I chose that Luke Combs cover Fast Car. I was wondering, we talked about this over the summer, like, yo, how are these country songs is top, tops in the city or tops in the country, right? This is one of them ones. So this is Luke Combs' cover of Tracy Chapman's hit single, Fast Car.
a fast car And I want a ticket to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove Got a problem You live with a bottle That's the way it is Said his body's too old for working His body's too young To look like his So mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said somebody's gotta take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? Still gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live or die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Shit, boy, it's that what? shit. Hold on, again. Hold on, that nigga was saying. Yo, yo, that's that okay. shit, bro. I heard that. That's the only added thing. that to the playlist, bro. I was like, why is this shit number one? Because it started off a little slow, and then he gets to that. Ah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you got it, bro. And then I had what a nigga with a, with a white nigga gave his eye eye back. Yo, I was like, I don't care if you racist dog, but this shit hit. <laughs> And then the last joint I was really going back and forth I had a bunch of different records I could have chose But I've been bumping this too This is Avery Wilson He actually was singing with uh, Tank, Usher, and everybody This is Kiss the Sky And kiss the sky. Oh, that's fire. I was on one this week. Oh man. Um, I finally got to digest the 21 Savage album. And this song with Summer Walker is fire. Here's 21 Savage. Prove it. Sheets. My brother say he want a niece When 
I'm with you, it's a safe space Baby, you bringing me peace You know how I get in the streets Ain't none of it shallow, it's deep Yeah I wanna cuddle for weeks Your mama don't think that you innocent I know you turn into a freak Don't really care about your exes Whatever it is, it can be They playing, I'm making them see I know you swinging on hoes by the D I had to comb out the dreads She fell in love with the braids Got a bitch, she cooking clean And she'll load up the caves Your body got me in the days And don't matter the look, you get slayed Her face card never declined Man, fuck out that makeup, you fine Better tell all them niggas you mine She a dollar way more than a dime When I'm with you, I get nervous It gotta be love, it's a sign Yeah, I don't care where we going, I'm rhyme Fuck what you bring to the table Cause bae, you the table, I'm eating, let's dine You know you my baby You know you my twin If they disrespect me, then it's coming to an end. If them niggas play with me, we... Yeah, that was 21 Savage featuring Summer Walker. Prove it. Shout out to, some, shout out to 21 Savage. Um, my next song is La Russell. He linked up with Hit Boy and Big Hit. Here's La Russell, another one. Live Nation gave me in to do my Dougie on you hoes. Keep your comments to yourself. I made this for the bros. I start writing once it drop. I ain't even let it low. You take Hit Boy, you take Mally, you at me and you got gold. Really do this shit for real, boy. Don't ask me what I sold. I'm like way to KP. They hit me to break the code. Every time I hear a beat, I hit seven on the dice. Wanna do a song with me? Why you playing with your life? Flow water, but it's room temp. I ain't got no ice. Made a hundred pounds to pay. I ain't even set no price. I wake up and live my life. Smoke my weed and make some hits. Sell out everywhere I go. Can give a fuck about your list. Know the voice when you the best. Close your eyes and take a guess. I be trying not to flex, but I shot this with my left. Niggas stop fucking playing. All the time been taking less. Hit boy, play a beat and I'ma eat to nothing. Bitch, I grew up near the crest. College part to be exact. Niggas say they from where I'm from. We like nigga where you at. Hit up late for some days. I might come back with a plaque. Gotta ask me why I'm from. You hit a beat, the West is bad. Ran up an M, I need another one. I do what I want, yeah, I'm my mother's son. Bitch, I'm really him, I ain't the others. One. Hit boy made a black, we got another. All right, so that was Lil Russell, another one featuring Hip Boy. Um, but you can find our previous song of the week on the Apple Music Playlist and our Spotify Music Playlist, but that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. <laughs> All right, ladies, you already know how the TSA going down. We are sponsored by nobody, but you can sponsor this segment by sending us an email at thismightnotgo@gmail.com. But we have a special guest here today. She basically a lot of co-hosts, but she said we forgot about her this year so far. We got Big Money V in the building. That's how the just hilarious me. I don't like that. Wow. Oh, she she saw that we had like a sexologist on. She was like, yeah, we, we ain't fucking with her no more. You know you always walk a big buddy V. I don't know no more. Niggas don't ask me shit. I heard you don't answer your phone. Go ahead. I heard she don't answer her phone. Yeah. Me? <laughs> and you know, she hit she she was like, Yeah, y'all niggas forgot about me and all that. But mind you, Slick, I want to give you a little background on Big Money V. She always be sending me podcast stuff about, oh yeah, niggas need to take away equipment and shit. So do you really fuck with the podcast or you don't, Big Money V? <laughs> I don't fuck with the red pill content. 
I didn't say you get rid of it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so she fucks I with didn't us, say but... this might not go well, should stop. Like, because I'm about to say you have over double episodes, <laughs> double number of episodes, so you part of this toxicity. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> All right, so it's Valentine's Day weekend. But you have something that you're going to, right? You got the Galentine. So can yeah, you explain to the public what's Galentine's? Over here with your Basically. body, eating drunken noodles. I see you. <laughs> Embrace your blackness, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shut up. Um, what Galentine's Day is, is mostly where a bunch of single women get together and we celebrate the love that we have for each other and our friendship and for ourselves as well. What the cricket sounds like? <laughs> you can play the cricket sounds all you want to. It's a good time. That I like to be around my so home <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, time out. I guess so. You have to be single to go to Galentine's Day. Y'all can't just show, celebrate love and just be like, I want to see my girls and then go get some dick. Like, it don't work like that. I mean, you can if you want to. Oh yeah, because you know that you know that nigga who really got their main is gonna be probably mm-hmm. finished by the night, so he gonna slip through and give the side chick some dick. Come on now, you know the vibes. Yeah, plus if you're not the side chick, you definitely spend it on on the fourteenth. The Galentine's Day I'm going to is on the sixteenth. Now the sixteenth is for the side bitches and the side bitches only. So if he starts celebrating with you on the sixteenth, I need that invite. No way you I need an invite for that because you there's a bunch of side bitches in there. I need the. I need, to, I need to talk to them real quick. I got a proper position for them. <laughs> but shout out to all my girls that celebrate Galentine's. Um, yeah, better luck next year. <laughs> you wrong for that. Why would you say that? I, know, I love y'all. All right. Gail King made headline news slick by saying that this one time she was dating this man in two months he ran into a situation where he had back payments for child support and asked her for $4,000. She obliged and gave him back, gave him $4,000. He not only paid her back, but he paid her back in the time that he said he would. But she said after that incident, she never looked at him the same, which means that they end up not talking again. And it started up a lot of controversy in the community about how Women can feel free to ask men for money anytime it don't have no negative consequences. But this man who asked but paid it back in time suffered the consequences. What's your thoughts, guys? Okay, not everybody. Not all at once. Now. Who, who wanna get started first before I say what I gotta say? <sighs> oh, go ahead, Slick. Is does this not surprise you? You can't Women want ready. Uh, not all women. No, no. Let me stop there. This might not go well. Thank this you. might not go well. Let's go, Slick. No, no, Slick. Go that, ahead. For a statement like that, especially if the woman didn't pursue you, if you pursued the woman, or like you know, it was a quote unquote mutual thirst. I feel like it's hard to in those vulnerable moments to do things because it's like women want ready-made men when they're not done finishing their pictures themselves. And it's not necessarily a negative thing, but I think that in the past four or five years, especially with social media, and again, like a lot of the, you know, these influences that say 
all women, regardless of face, shape, et cetera, deserve X, Y, Z. It's like, all right, you want the total package, but you're not either emotionally, romantically, physically equipped for that package. And to that point, it's like, yo, like, okay, I'm in a situation. You knew when I met me, I had kids, I had X, Y, and Z. And I came to you in a moment of vulnerability, right? I don't know if y'all know, child support 17%. <laughs> if it's two kids with the same mother, that's 25%. Right? Mm-hmm. So and he was making six figures. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, six, that's what she was saying. I was, you know. Well, I mean, to people managing their bread, yeah, some everybody, just because you make six figures don't mean you see in six figures, especially the state you're in, whatnot. Like, yo, bread goes quick. You're getting taxed 40, 50%. You're getting, you're paying your lifestyle, right? Sometimes you don't have that liquid. She didn't say if it was liquid. She say it was like a liquid thing. Did she say it was a, like, you know, there's different levels to it. Like, I don't have it right now. If I'm going to get it back to you, like, I know what it's coming. It's my money tied up in investments. There's stories. There's a difference between a broke nigga that's just, you know, he didn't have shit when you met him. He was scamming, flossing, whatever. And, you know, him asking you for, you know, money so he can go buy a Gucci belt versus, yeah, these are my kids. I'm coming to you because we're in a relationship. We're supposed to be 10 toes down. And you should understand, like, hopefully understand. I wouldn't be here for this if, like, asking for this if it wasn't urgent. You know, niggas go to jail for child support. <laughs> facts. That's big facts. I know a couple of niggas. So, so <laughs> I think it just comes again to that idea of like, yo, I want the full, you you want the ready made, no issues. Like you got to just have it and what you're here for versus like, yo, I can fuck up. I could be in positions the same way you can. And I I don't think as a man, like if I don't got it, I'm not, I, I personally have never really even asked for it. I've been with women that have been like, oh, I want you to go do X, Y, and Z. And they'll, you know, do it. And I'm like, I don't even want to, you know, you, you don't want to open those doors because it is so easy in this era where everybody feels like their opinion matters to diminish a person. And especially a man in this era, because unfortunately we're the generation that's come up where a lot of black men were viewed as ancient because they didn't know how to be men. But now that shit gets thrown around in men's faces a lot. Oh, as soon as you saw a girl, like, oh, you weren't being man enough. You weren't man enough. You, I had to give you money or you, it, you know. It's all those connotations and those words that get thrown out. So when you tell me that, you know, you lost respect for me, for me coming to you in a situation of need, it's like, yo, are you serious? What are we in this for? But to each their own. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Let me let you go real quick. But damn, nigga, give us a cash out too, nigga. You just ISO the court. You just hold me right. I'm this dead. nigga just Kobe Bryant. This shit. I don't. All right, big money feed. This nigga took my spotlight. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you. Because the thing that I was about to say, even though she didn't give no context on how long they've been dating or even if they were even exclusive, I feel like because I dealt with a baby daddy too in my life. Oh, come on now. Speak on. No, speak on it though. But yeah, I'm not speaking on that. <laughs> Anyways. Now, if they came to me and was like, yo, let me hold some down for this child support. There's a thing inside of me that would been like, it depends on the fact of how much I fuck with you. If me and you are not exclusive and we're just like, you know, casually dating, I'm not giving you that bread because you knew you had kids. You knew that responsibility was there. You go to court. I don't. So there's that. But if you my man and you came to me and you were like, yo, I need a whole something because little jabunji you know i ain't paid the child support this month and like i'm kind of I'm, I'm gonna be late just a little bit i have no problem like giving you the bread i have no problem giving you the bread now 
Because I know you probably good for it. I know you probably good for it. But if you're not, I ain't giving you the bread. That's just it. Point blank, simple. No, but I, I and I and I agree with what you said. But isn't it funny because if a shorty owed child support, and she came to you and was like, "Oh, because nine times out of ten, now some women, some women do baby fathers. Some, not all." And they know that they have those responsibilities too, if they have to owe child support or not, or like you know, paid or whatever. They know that too, and they make it happen, and because it's expected for them to pay that. Wait, hold on. I'm not women. I I haven't really heard too much about women asking for like the child support, but I have heard a lot of my guy friends said that they was talking to a girl and she came up about something about rent a car payment and she needed bread and mind you they just started talking uh, probably around the two month um time too and they have asked their guys for some bread but and the guys did oblige because you know they fucking with the shorty but it's, it wasn't in news against them though <laughs> but it's funny how the man asked for the money paid back before the deadline it's not like he took long it's not like he had to chase him down for the bread Gave it back to her on time, mm-hmm. bro. And I'm, I'm sorry. And instead of, in, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Women and money are like men and pussy. It's all good, but once you give something away or you don't have something that the other party needs, that value can be diminished, and it's hard to get that back. You never get to that level. So think about it. You think about use that the expectation word. So you say a lot of women at a point love is great, but it's. What have you done for me lately? I love you, but you're not providing for me in a way that I feel I needed or deserve to be provided for. That is the expectation. Even if a woman got it home, she wanted a man that's going to make things a little easier for her. Buy me a bag, take me on a trip, fly me out, this, that, and the third, right? A lot of men, it's physical. Keep yourself together. Look good. Feel good. Make me feel good. Fuck me right. Keep that pussy. Be my piece. Yeah. <laughs> Even if, for good pussy, pieces, pieces, there's a price for peace. <laughs> It's levels to this, so I just think that again, we don't talk but about slick, that. But slick, hold on, real quick. We always talked about how being a guy, there's a level of unfairness you're going to have to go through, and a level of unfairness you have to accept in this life. Mm-hmm, absolutely, being a man. I, part of me being in my 30s now, I'm still kind of resisting it just a little bit, but I'm understanding it more day by day, and I'm thinking I'm growing more to accept it. I think what my major problem with the mindset of that is I'm okay to accept the unfairness that comes with life because it is what it is. I think some of my issues is when women don't want to accept some of the unfairness that they have as well, which is like, okay, okay. You want only in dating though, outside of dating, I'm all with you about everything. Cool. When it comes to dating, I'm talking about unfairness when it comes to dating It's not accepted. And then y'all want to change it, but we're not allowed to change the unfairness that we have when it comes to dating. Our emotional needs are never really prioritized completely. We can't really seek help and not be emasculated for it. We cannot be that vulnerable. And we're going to talk about Shaq comments later on. We only allowed to be vulnerable to a certain extent because then we're not, we look as less as a man. So we have these unfairness, and it's and it and it's kind of like we have to accept it. But why is that? Because the argument that you make, you can see it as I support. This might not go come off as eloquent as I'm thinking in my head, but 
you can come off as saying like, yeah, like in all of the push for equality, what happens in the world versus what happens in our home are different things. But for a lot of women and a lot of people in general, those things aren't mutually, they, they, they are, they're united. They're not mutually exclusive of one another. So the feeling of like, Hey, as women, we've been shit on for centuries and even currently for a lot of women. Right. I feel like that still permeates today. And where have they been shit on in the world and in their homes? So it has become again with this, this push of I deserve the world. That doesn't, it's not mutually exclusive to just the world. It's in the home too. And I think that's a big push of it. Part of it. It makes it difficult to have those conversations. And I agree with you, but when we do talk, we always talk about patriarchy and we always talk about just the benefit of patriarchy for men. But what fails to not be talked about is some of the burdens and responsibility of the patriarchy system that women hate so much about men and what we have to go through with the patriarchy. Patriarchy don't work for, for black men like that. If we being I, I, no, no, we don't. That, <laughs> I know that, but, but you no, know, that's, I'm, the, that's no, what I'm they're going to use in the argument. I know, I'm not, but that, <laughs> would be, that would be my counterpoint because it's like we are the only group of people that have these arguments and a lot of these conversations is like the evidence does not support the argument for us, if that makes sense. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. there's no as a black man, as as a man, yes, there are certain graces I have. I can walk certain places, go certain places, do and say certain things that you know are protected by manhood. I guess you would say, right? But when it comes down to the X's and the O's of things, black women hold it down, right? A lot of us black men don't even know how to have these conversations about these spaces and don't know what we need and things like that, and we're told what we were supposed to be. So when we have these conversations, a lot of times, again, if it's, if it's in love and ingenuity, you're going to be like, hey, this shit, like, I want to tell you how I feel. A lot of black women, because of the work, I don't know how, I don't care how you feel, because all men ain't shit. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, I, no, that's not all. Not all men, but the moment that man that you idolize does one thing to make you mad, there is a good chance that that view you had of him, that pristineness, is gone. And now, possibly, not just saying, I'm not saying omen, but that door mm-hmm. might open for other things, right? In this case, it was a money mm-hmm. situation, Gil, for bands, which probably the both of them was very insignificant. It's just like, again, we know how money goes when you work with large amounts of money. But to be confident saying, I lost respect for him. And, and it might that might have taken years of growth for her to get there. Sometimes you look back, it's like, yo, I was a total dickhead in that situation. Why? Why did I do those things, right? But for her, it's like, yo, at the time, it's like, what is it about this? Like, her vision of what a man should be should not be as a woman for money. That's that's the tough. That's the tough sell. We talk about male feelings. As soon as men start talking about their feelings, what we sassy, because a lot of women, not all, are not equipped to deal with male feelings. Because again, what's causing that man to feel that way in seventy percent situations? It's his woman. And, and I'm not. And wait, oh, go ahead. Go ahead go, no, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. I just I just wanted to make a, a quick comment because she scrunched her face about the sassy. You love calling a nigga sassy over there, big boy. I call you sassy. I call you sassy. <laughs> hey, I call hey, you hey. Sassy. And that's your name, my phone too. You know, hey, you know, I, I do I call me a sassy nigga. Sassy niggas up. You hear? <laughs> sassy niggas up. But as a black woman, what's your thoughts on this conversation? I agree hundred percent of what's left saying. But um you also said like it starts with 
they're women, but you mean the women in their lives because I've had conversations with men of like, oh, my mother would constantly like use these words of like, oh, I ain't shit. Absolutely. Or, yeah, because I'm like, it's not all women. And also some other women, that's just how they are able to express themselves on how they're feeling because saying that niggas ain't shit instead of specifically saying that the man that you're upset with ain't shit. Um, um, yeah, and it becomes a thing because I've said it once or twice, but then I had to realize within myself <coughs> oh, once or twice, okay, once or twice, once or twice, once or twice. <laughs> I said it once or twice. I ain't ashamed to admit it that I said niggas ain't shit. I might say the song or two, but like, like I heard you say that about two days ago. What you <laughs> the person I was talking to you about was it shit? Like, <laughs> what you want me to do? It was not shit at all. And like, I, and like that was stated. I didn't. I never would use that rhetoric to like for men that I don't know, or just men in general. That's what's right. I think that's good. Yeah. And also, it's a way of like how you communicate these things to people that you're serious about or dating. Like the whole entire thing of like how she lost respect for him. I could see that. I, I could see that because maybe in her brain it's like, okay, you have this responsibility, but you're asking me, somebody who you're probably not going to take serious ever again, or probably, you know, you might make it more than a one-time thing. And I'm not even your girl. I'm not your wife. I'm none of those things to you. And yeah, women do it too, of asking niggas to pay their bills and pay their rent. But just like how I'm saying, nobody's obligated to pay your child support. Nobody's obligated to pay your rent, to be honest. But then we get caught sassy and not real men if we don't. No, brother. I mean, take take it as a Like we had, we had a whole conversation about rents due, which that shit is so funny because I've been looking at social media towards the last week of the month, and that shit is really true. We had a whole conversation about hashtag rent due towards the end of the month. As a man, you're not going to pay. You'd be like, well, hold on, mama. We're not even together like that. Why are you even asking me to pay these type of bills if we're not even established that way? But we don't. We okay. can't use that against y'all. But my, no, my but my my biggest issue with the Gail King thing is, you agreed. First of all, yeah. asking for asking for money from someone that you've been talking to for two months is crazy. So he's out of line for that, in my opinion. Even though, yeah, whatever your relationship it is, just two months. I'm like, cool, bro, you wilding for that. But you agreed at the end of the day, and he paid you back on time. So that shit should have canceled each other to cancel each other out you shouldn't have think of him less that way because you agreed if you if you you could have thought less of him at any point should just not agree to giving him that bread if that if it was going to cause that much thought process for you okay mm, silent over there big buddy v but this was a this was a great conversation but let's Okay, what about a nigga card note? Would you, would, you, would, you, would, you, would you call would you pay a nigga a card note? Nigga, I don't even have a card. So like, what's <laughs> <laughs> All right, um slick. We have we also have so going on to just niggas and money, we have this viral video that's going crazy on TikTok that's starting a whole other conversation too. This woman think her name is Jennifer 
is saying that she's dating a broke guy. Can you play the video, Slick? Dating a broke guy. And it really, really sucks because he has the best personality, hands down. I have so much fun with him. and But it's like it's gotten to the point where... Right now, I'm not doing as financially well as I normally do. So in the past, like we have taken trips, but I've paid for the trips. I've paid for the hotel. I've paid for the rental of the car. If we've been to concerts, I've paid for the tickets. He does what he can when he can, but he doesn't do enough you know what i'm saying but he does what he can when he can but it's gotten to the point where it definitely sucks because i'm not doing as well financially i can't afford to do things for two people i can't even afford to do things just myself right now so because i can't afford to do things for two we actually don't do anything we haven't done anything like if i'm being for real for honest like in september for my birthday month he did he does celebrate me around those times though he does celebrate me around the holidays he does celebrate me around my birthday but yeah it's been october november december january so for the past four months me and him we just been like sitting ducks and yeah it just it sucks like it's crazy because i don't think like i feel like females sick. come on online and talk about like look what he's got Get up, both of y'all niggas. Get up and get a job. Oh, no, the no, word no, today no. is J O B. No, like, no, no. No, 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 and if they tell you they never did, they some liars because, yo, you always gonna deal with that one broke-ass nigga with no job. But nigga got a lot of personality. He's fun. Yeah. Because you paying for the fun that you want to have. First of all, I disagree with that. Um, what if the guy's but, the table? Sounds like the argument right there. What if he's the table? The table that's, the, that's, the the same, that's the same. <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> Don't this shit sound familiar? No, 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 Equality is a myth, slick. Equality is a myth. It's one-sided. Oh hell no! And plus, first of all, she ain't got no fucking job herself. So y'all been sitting ducks. Nobody was thinking like, hmm, we not doing this shit like how we used to. How about somebody get a job? And it's looking like the both of y'all need some type of employment. Y'all should not even be dating. Talking about some damn silly ducks. Don't piss me off. Which broke ass. Don't this sound familiar, Slick? It's not. It's, it's not fun when you on the when the shoes on the other foot, right? Now you get a little taste of what guys go to with dating y'all on the table but as I'm girls. I'm not broke, bro. Time out. Y'all Time girls out. be broke. Let's talk about it. <laughs> who, who really be broke? Who, who broke? Okay, not you, Big Money V. That's I call you Big Money V for a reason. Yeah, even when I was broke, you had to have first of all. Wait, wait, wait. How how the hell you wasn't broke when you say you was broke? How that make sense? When I was broke. When I was broke. This is like when niggas was drinking TP and shit. Nah, you was nah, you was drinking nips. I'm not even gonna say the campus because I want you to get in trouble. You was over <laughs> here sipping on nips. You was struggling. <laughs> it's three dollars. Three dollars. It's three dollars for the nips. 
So wait, anyway, good to you, good to you. You was broke and what? I was broke. I was when I was broke. But you're also dating somebody who else is financially not there as well. The shit is going to kill you both on the inside because you cannot do what normal couples would normally like to do. If you have finances to back it up. That's what that was. That's what you try to get off. You try to get off. No, that more? no, no, no. I got more to say. I got, I got a lot more to say. <laughs> and even if I was broke and I'm dating a nigga who's taking me somewhere, first of all, what I like to do so I can get you, it's my trait. I throw her on my weight all the time. Fuck out of here. I, I slap my fucking now. I slap my fucking ass on the table like yeah. Let me, let me. I'll pay the bill. It's alright. Oh, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm you like, are you sure? Hooker. I'm testing your generosity. I'm testing it. I'm testing it. But even I could do it for myself. I'm not asking you for shit. I like, oh, miss $500 date. I don't want to hear nothing about now testing the nigga's generosity. No, okay. I'm sorry, you got testing the generosity. See, first of all, if you came to me unemployed, Wait, it is. It doesn't sound like he's unemployed. He just sound like after he pays bills, nigga don't got money for extracurricular activities. That's what it sounds like. Mhm. Mm, I don't know. It sounds like both of them. I think she was making. I think she had money for um, activities, but then shit slowed down. So she only has enough just to survive. They just don't have enough money just to do like mm-hmm. you know extra shit, just enough to pay the bills. Slick. We we me and her went back and forth. What's your thought process on this? Um, I think very much so. He it does sound like you know he's not in a position where he's making enough money to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, I also think that I mean I don't be thinking this shit real. Cause who's gonna really if you still with the nigga? Why are you making a video like this first and foremost? Exactly. That's a fact. That was one of my biggest shit about it. Don't make it. If I was a if I was a broke nigga, don't tell the internet I'm broke. So then you can never post me. Don't post me ever. <laughs> that was like, don't ever post like, me. This is the broke that you with? Yeah, nah, yeah don't def- ever post me. Yeah, it definitely felt like a skit. But I also feel like the thing about it that really stood out to me the most was that I just felt like the spark and the romance was dying because of money. And I think that you don't need money to provide spark and provide romance. And I think that when that mm. does leave in a lot of situations, because we really enjoy it, motherfucker. You're not worried about how much the bill is, uh, X, Y, and Z. If you have to use money to hide behind to make something work, it's probably not working in the first place. So I just genuinely hope that this doesn't start a wave of women just calling a nigga broke because he he ain't spending the bands like they want or, you know, can't do certain things, but really diagnose the problem. It's it's her man's not making her feel special. It's like, this is so funny to me because they finally get a taste of what dating like a man is. (laughs) Oh, they finally understand how how what how how that shit feels. You spending all that bread or shorty, they get a little taste. That's why I that's why I find it comical a little bit because I'm like, yo, now y'all finally got a little a POV of what guys go through with dating and why this why when y'all talk about y'all the table and all that bullshit, that shit that should be going one ear out the other with us because. <laughs> Dating is expensive. Yo, fat ass, don't eat the. You, this shit pissed me off because let's have some fun with it. This shit pissed me God off. Damn. Y'all don't eat. Y'all only got fucking uh, apple and fucking water in your whole fucking system the whole entire day. Don't even, don't even remember to eat. But then when I take you out to eat, that's what your ass want to be hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> you want to order appetizer? Don't look away because your ass is an appetizer queen over there, big money. Food. Okay. And then the entree, <laughs> and then your then your sweet tooth ass want to order dessert too. 
Girls do love it. Y'all, girls love the dessert menu. Be like, ooh, let me get, look at that trans that Facts. And then and then now all of a sudden now you're a wine connoisseur. Now you over here taking a little swift, swishing it around, smelling it. You know and, what? And... If you wanted to say something to me, you could at me because <laughs> <laughs> I would I would drink no more Hennessy. I would rather a nice Riesling, you know. Yeah, now you want to sit here, have the shit. You you swish it. You, mm, um, this guy, I, I smell the oak wood. Mm, this is like what red grit. I'm like, you never was. You never went to a, a, a winery day your damn life over here. Went to that bullshit one in Brooklyn by that Navy Yard, and now you think you're about wine. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I just wanted, I just wanted to have this topic because I'm like, finally, you have a POV of what guys go through with dating, and that's why it's not guys... really a real POV because women, now nah, women have been dealing with broke niggas for a century or more. She made it. The, the nigga made her broke. Y'all be making niggas broke. <laughs> niggas be niggas funds be tapped out after a while fucking with y'all. <laughs> Cause y'all y'all too good to sit in the crib and chill and do all that. And then you know what what, what gets me most slick is that they be like, oh, you could do picnics. All right, let me take you on four picnics in a row. Your ass gonna get tired of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> let me take you on four picnics <laughs> in a row. Your ass gonna look at me like nigga, what? <laughs> right? Don't be lying, it's, it's, too, it's too much shit for free now <laughs> out here that you only want to take me to fucking picnic. Like, what? Because shorties, when you start having this conversation, it's like shorties love talking about low efficient cost dates. Like, baby girl, once I start doing these low efficient cost dates, they don't forget, they don't understand. They mean, yeah, we could go on these low cost dates. Once in a while, nigga. This shit can't be back to back on some drink shit. This shit can't do that. If we start going back to back with these low cost days, Nick, I need you to step up. Am I wrong, Big Money V? <laughs> what a nigga take a nigga a nigga take you a nigga take you walking, and a nigga take you uh, to a picnic the next time. You fucking with that nigga still? I don't mind it. Like that's just me. <laughs> I don't mind it. It better be summertime. <laughs> on a day nah, like today, nah. you want to walk outside and be on the grass? Oh hell no. <laughs> Oh hell no! Now speaking of, and plus, it's only if Shorty's fucking with you. You do a lot of shit for a nigga that you fuck with. He might not have all the money in the world, but you know what? I'm gonna go on this coffee date. I'm I'm gonna go and have a busy this on We we sharing the spinach artichoke dip. That's fine because I fuck with him. Now she really don't fuck with you. It's beneath her. That is right. We always say that. If Shorty don't go for anything that you're pulling out, I mean, Shorty don't fuck with you. If she have a whole standard list of what you need to do to be her man, she don't fuck with you. Because I've been no. seeing all these girls who have a high standard weak in the knees for niggas that don't give her nothing. No shade, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Shaq also went viral for his comments about being vulnerable with your lady. Slick. Play the video. Open up to a woman? Yeah. Never. No, never. When's the last time you think you've opened up to a woman? We don't. In your whole life? Oh, I'm telling you. Man, got players like, like I, I could, me and him related. Yeah. It's our first time meeting, yeah, but I, I did. Tell you yeah, guys, there's yeah, some connection here. Oh, no. And they're going to tell you you can't. Because you know why? But it's a trap. Because you know why? I'm trapped no, no. like a motherfucker. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> once you do, 
Whenever something goes down, they're going to throw it back in your face. Oh, that's that I've had. It's like you've been killing it so far. What's your thoughts? Um, About this? Uh, Well, firstly, Shaq of Pisces. So I, I definitely kind of <laughs> like I understood where his energy probably came from with this. I think that when you think about being vulnerable as a man or like speaking about how you feel to a woman, a lot of times for a lot of guys, good and well-intentioned guys, I feel like when they try that, things don't work out. And if you have that argument, all it takes is one. And we being honest, it's a one argument with one woman when you are mentally aware enough to be like, did she just talk about my third nipple in the middle of an argument? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like something that like high key is like, yo, like something I tell you in confidence type shit or something that I've expressed to you is like one of those red flags for me. Like, like we, I told you that because I thought we was going on a, a certain level. All it takes is one of those moments, and it's just like, yo, how the fuck do I come back from that? Because as a man, I think I've had my arguments with women, and has a woman ever necessarily said something that stuck with me to this day? I can't specifically remember, but there have been actions that I've expressed that I don't like that have happened. And I think for a lot of us is that when those actions do occur or those words are said, it's rare that the apology follows sincerely. So I think we don't ever, it's kind of like a just get over it kind of thing. Oh, uh, like, you want some head or they, are you yeah, hungry? Yeah. Or like, and I think that that's the hardest part because if a man was ever to throw something in a woman's face or violet, you can be as mad as you want about it forever. <laughs> and we going to run. That's why your edges ain't shit. Yeah, you can't go hear nothing about it. But I think that's the toughest part because it's like, again, we have to cater and nurture and provide in a space to, to make you feel safe, which is a part of our job as partners. But I think when you throw that partner word out there, the world is so dark for both of us. And I think a lot of effort and energy is placed on supporting our women. And it's like a lot of times you feel like you left out in the cold. And if the person you closest to can throw some shit at you just because they mad about something. Granted, you could have been a total fuck up. Or did something that really, you know, took her to a point where she felt like that's the weapon she had to use. But eight times out of ten, a lot of times in the stories I've heard from friends, family, or even witnessed, it was, you know, the situations were never that. It was something else. I think that's the part that sucks. Especially along with you the answer you know what answer you always get as a guy? It wasn't even really you. Whatever happened took me back to a different place. Oh, you just triggered me. Good sir. <laughs> so I think that's really when you when you hear it's like people like Shaq say this, like Shaq got all the money in the world. He can have all the women, you know, his fucking twelve inch, thirty-four by seventeen penis, he's fucking all these little <laughs> Asian good women. Right? But you can see the only woman he he, he talk about still is, is Matt, his his ex wife. She married now. Mm-hmm. And it's like even how he talks about how he was with her, it's like you could tell like he didn't know how to be vulnerable. This is a new thing. And for the new niggas who are learning to be vulnerable, it's tough because, again, going back to our earlier conversation, I feel like a lot of women aren't prepared for male vulnerability, especially when they're trying to be vulnerable and they're expressing things that the woman is probably the cause of that issue in the moment. Oh, yeah. So my take on this, I'm 50-50. I'm with the case of being vulnerable to a certain degree. Um, I'm, talking to, I'm talking to old women, talking to some young women. And they always said that. And remember what um, M said 
in the previous episode, they want they want mystery. They want they she said that you know her, she want her partner that still have some type of a mystery towards them, and I think when you are hundred percent vulnerable, I think you display all the mystery to your partner, and I think that's where it could go downhill possibly. So I'm like, my my stance on this is like I do want to be open with my partner because at the end of the day, when I think about having a wife, I think about that being my best friend, someone who I want to tell. Not only my accomplishments, but my weaknesses as well. But do I want to be guarded? Do I want to be fearful that if I tell you this information, this information is going to be used against me? And that's tough. Because then it's like, then am I truly loving you to the full extent that I can if I can't be vulnerable towards you? And that's a deep question. So me being the optimistic that I am, I would love to be 100% vulnerable, but also just me in my 30s now and, you know, coming to a man that I am today, I would say I would only possibly be up to 60 to 70% vulnerable with my partner. But that is subject to change, though. Okay. What's your thoughts, Big Money V? First of all, look at you all spreading that emotional shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard you speak like that. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm about to be I'm on my English. No, 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 no. You want hugs? I can definitely give you hugs. I get the best hugs. But no, that's some real shit, though. It's really real shit. And I think it's also depending on how you pick your partner. Because it's not every woman will kick you while you're down. Mm-hmm. One thing my mother has always taught me. When you have a partner, you have whatever this person is to you, you never tear them down while they're down because they're going to hold that in and remember that. Whoa, we pause real quick, big buddy. I got to expose you. Well, I do. Like, I got to expose you because you, you have told me if you're part, you couldn't date an ugly nigga for a certain reason. Now, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> now, look at you. That was me being vulnerable. That was me being vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm not gonna do that. Hey, I'm not gonna do nah, that. Nah, nah, go ahead. Since you already opened it, like damn. Like go ahead. I ain't gonna say people. I'm saying you said if you had. I'm gonna say it for me because nigga. I said what I said. I stand ten toes on everything. I said. <laughs> only stand so, on business. I fuck with you. What I said. What I said was, if me and this ugly nigga get into an argument, and you know what ugly nigga I'm talking about, Mr. Portman's shoes. <laughs> now, with that being said, I was like, yo, I cannot. Look at this man because for the simple fact of if we get into an argument, it's not going to be well. Because sometimes I say shit that I don't mean. Now, what if I mention the ball spot in the back of his head? That's not something that he has to tell me in confidence. It's right there for the world to see. I ain't blind. <laughs> like, I got to tolerate you. I got to tolerate you for my own sake and my own sanity because people tell me to go outside of my comfort zone. You have, like, yo. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> you see, you see, Lord, you see, slick. Hey. That was regarding to an ugly man. I, I, yeah, yeah, nah. Now, <laughs> what I was saying, <laughs> my mother said, in the moment of when a man is out, you do not continue to kick him. And that's some real shit. 
Because there's a lot of things that men honestly deal with. That whole entire mysterious bullshit, it pisses me off. Because if I'm somebody who you supposedly love and we're in this together, I want 100% of everything. Not your feeling, the transparency of all of it. And some men are like, oh, maybe you're not able to, like, you know, handle the way that I'm feeling or what to do with my emotion. But that's when, that's not actually up for you to decide. Because how do you want something from me? But you have decided solely by yourself that you would rather take this on because you're fearful of how I might react to you. Mm. And also, sometimes, even, some men don't like to think of it this way, but it all leads back to your own childhood. Because men are always taught, like, this is something that y'all don't do. Because... It equals to weakness, and therefore, you as a man, you're not supposed to be vulnerable. And that, like, it brings out a big fear that you might, you know, you're feeling embarrassed or you could be hurt by somebody's response. But honestly, vulnerability is nothing but strength. It shows that you can be strong for me and you. I don't trust no nigga who can't be vulnerable. Do you create because a, do you create a space I'm always going to ask for you to for like whatever it is that you're feeling. Do you create a space? Just don't have a bald spot. No. What, what, what you said, Nick? I said, does she create a space for them to be vulnerable? Because I think too to her point, and I, I think we I thought about this earlier too. But I, I guess I forgot the idea of like what did you think love was when you were a child, right? Mm-hmm. What, how did you envision your relationships going? Cause I think that when you get into your first like real, you know, middle school, high school, some shit was cool, but you know, some people that shit was real. Some people was like, right, I had to learn, right? When you get into your first like adult relationship and you come with your full self and you go to mm-hmm. try to be with somebody and they're not there yet, right? So you're vulnerable. You give them, it's always one person party that's going with the other one that's like figuring it out. Oh, do I really like you? Can I do X, Y, and Z? Not realizing that, that if a person being vulnerable, you're not ready yet, you create those instances where it's like yo I, I we've been here already why are we still going through this and by the time a lot of times the situations when you when you finally get to that point where you're ready to accept and be vulnerable back the other person's kind of shut down or moved on from that point it's like, they could be with you but it's like that saying you know at, a, at that point you only got like 70 percent of a person because he can't give you that other 30 because they don't know how you're going to deal with it you know mm-hmm. it's one of those things that's hard to recover i agree I, I just say just choose the right partner and choose the person that loves you. I think Slick, I'm gonna I'm give credit to Slick for this because he's been saying this for like the last ten episodes. Choose the partner that loves you. I think oftentimes we all we all we try to choose the people that society wants us to choose or what we think or what social media or whatever might be the influence instead of the person that actually love us. And I think that's the person that you should be vulnerable with. It might not always be a hundred percent. My this th- that choice might not be hundred percent true, but hey, I say I put if I was a betting man, I'll put my odds behind the person that actually likes me than a person that I think should like me. All right, so this was a great this was a great combination of toxicity, but also maturity. Let's get to our choose one to close out this episode. All right, this week's choose one. Would you rather every movie you watch ends early? Or every song that you listen to have a DJ talking over it. Choose one. Who want to go first? That movie can end early because I'm going to go to sleep anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't give a fuck. I literally watch movies to go to sleep. Like even fucking movies I wanted if it's on streaming, bro, the first time I try to watch it, I'm falling asleep. So I'm fine with it. I can watch it in parts. If it take me thirty days, it take me thirty days. No, but but I mean in like every time. That's so fine. Let me get you to never it. finish the movie. That's fine. I can go on Twitter. I go on Wikipedia. I'll read it. I'll find out. You don't Okay, see what it. about when the Marvels when Marvel is in Prime? You yeah, ain't gonna nigga, you I read the, the, you want that movie to end early? I read the spoilers before I went to the theater. It was okay. The only one I saw for real that made me like, oh shit, this these niggas is real is fucking endgame. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what was about to happen before I walked in that theater. The songs be hitting. You get to that part and they skip this shit or they start scratching and ranting. <laughs> I listen to all R and B and slow shit. I, I can't be at the high note. I'm about to cry and rip my shirt off in the rain and the nigga, no, let's run that back. Let's run that back. No, nigga, I'm already here. <laughs> I, that's a fact because if it's Funk Master Flex, I'm going to be tight as shit. Oh, <laughs> that you never drop, get, you never hear that song. <laughs> that nigga <laughs> dropped 36 bombs on my shit. But you know what? Also, with this, imagine if you had like a Jamaican DJ. Yo, ha pum pum like water. Drink it. <laughs> Come on now. That should be lit, though. Imagine listening to a song and a, and a Jamaican DJ narr- narrates it. I nah, I'd rather that movie in yeah, you by yourself. I'd rather that movie oh, in early. <laughs> I'd rather that movie, movie in early. Oh, so y'all niggas is old. Y'all niggas just fall asleep before the movie finished. So y'all niggas don't get to finish the moves. It's not that I'm old. Like we'll I don't be, like we'll be trash. Right I now, like bro. music more than I do movies. I'm about to say movies be trash now. I know I used to make fun of you, but I watch I watch a good movie on TikTok, all 47 parts of it. <laughs> bro, ass, bro. I, that's only reason why I be using TikTok for real. I watch Suits. <laughs> I know everything about Suits because of TikTok. I have not watched that shit once on Netflix. <laughs> and I be finding like weird movies and shit about that too. But I don't know. Like having a DJ, it depends on what DJ might. If we had DJ Vibes, come on now. We gotta give a shout out to DJ Vibes. Go support him. What if it's your man's? You're not gonna have him. Yeah, you're not gonna have your man's on on your songs. Come on now, gay. No. Oh, shit. That's, my, <laughs> that's, my, that's my fucking brother, and I'll be like, I don't want to hear you every time I'm. I'm trying to make love, and then he fuck up my playlist. Now I'm be mad. <laughs> what? But he could he could give you encouragement, like, yo, panda kuche one time, pounded two times. Bullet, Nobody bullet. feels like laughing during sex, please. Yeah, I'm about to it's say. okay to have a little giggle, giggle, but like, come on. I'm well, you. I love when the pussy queef. I be laughing. Like, what? That shit funny. Uh, I'm very serious in the bedroom, so I, I don't uh, fuck. I'll fuck everything. Oh, up. nigga's the strict nigga. Okay. I'm very serious. I'm not very <laughs> about my business. I gotta make sure I'm, I'm performing <laughs> at an adequate rate. This this is this is cinema. This is cinema. <laughs> okay. So I guess yeah, two are going where every movie ends early, and I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Every song has a DJ talking over it. Um, let us know which one you choose in the comments. Uh, but I think that's a great way to end the episode. Um, Big Money V, even though you're celebrating Valentine's Day, not Valentine's Day. Niggas hit her up. You know, she's willing to spoil a broke nigga. She said it on what? the episode. <laughs> I never said no shit like she, 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 she and her soft girl era, she's willing to trick on a nigga. So I'll put her information in the description, so go for it. Checking on some nigga. Fuck out of here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Thank you, Big Money B, for joining us. <laughs> Yo. Um, and 
please download the live podcast app on iOS and Android. And please follow us on social media at This Might Not Go Well. If any brand deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. I'm the voice of outside. Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Size Zone. It's your boy Slick. We'll see y'all next week. We out of here. How? Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one